This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Hello and welcome to the Analyst Inside Cricket. Now look back at the second day's play at Lords in the Test match between England and Pakistan and a second day dominated by Pakistan. 350 for eight at the end with a man injured as well, so effectively probably 350 for nine, but a lead of 166. Fantastic batting all the way down by the Pakistanis. Three wickets for James Anderson, three for Ben Stokes and sadly none yet for Dominic Bess in his first test. He hasn't been able to open his test match wicket-taking account and all in all, it's been a pretty lamentable day at the office for England, hasn't it, Simon? Well, I think they're in a difficult position. So much damage done on the first day, that's the problem. You, you try to haul back 184 all out. They didn't bowl that badly. What they did do was catch really badly. Well, they didn't catch at all. Well, not many. No, so many catches went down. Alistair Cook looking vulnerable at stick. There was a, a couple of difficult ones, but one that was so straightforward that you were just you're almost catching your sleep. And he has had problems catching that slip cordon. If they'd taken those chances, then clearly England would be in a better position. But I mean, they, they're facing a really difficult last three days. They're going to have to bat really well in their second innings if they are to save this Test match, or potentially, because there's quite a lot of time left in the game, potentially get into a winning position. I mean, that seems really far-fetched. It, it has happened before where teams can fight back from this sort of position. But, you know, a lead of 150-plus for Pakistan, that's a punishing lead. And... It does, actually. You said that all the mistakes were yesterday. I think it started with choosing to bat first because today has been a much better day for batting, generally. The pitch has sort of settled down a bit. Yeah, it did a bit in the morning, but generally speaking, it's been better for batting today. It was hard batting yesterday morning, especially. And I just, I I can't get my head around why Joe Root, with that, you know, very experienced opening pair, with cloudy conditions, would decide to bat first and... That's where England's problems have stemmed from, really. Obviously, the catching is funny, actually. Lords, you know, I've seen so many slip catches dropped at Lords, and we've often tried to explain it. I mean, I had probably 10. Don't tell me you had a million drop when you I were bowling. I had a million drop, mostly from bowling at the nursery end, because the ball carries further 
at, at the pavilion when you're supporting a slip than you think it will. And because I think it's to do with the slope. I, th- I really do. I think that when the fielders are at the pavilion end in the slips, say 20 yards back from the bat and to, and to the left of the wicketkeeper, they are lower than the pitch or the batsman by probably six inches, maybe even a bit more. And that plays uh, tricks with your mind, and you end up putting your hands lower to the ball than you sh- actually should, and they hit you on the wrist. I, I can remember several times Mike Gatting, who was a very good slip catcher, going down to catch the ball uh, at the pavilion end and it hitting him on the wrist. Mm. And at the, the other end, it kind of ca- comes higher than you expect as well because of the, the slope again. It sort of hits you quicker than you expect. So it is a hard place to catch, but Pakistanis didn't have any trouble. No, they, they fielded... Really well. It does all conjure up Martin Johnson's description of that England team in the 1986-87 Ashes yeah. before the series started. You know, there's only uh, you know three problems wrong with this England team: they can't bat, they can't bowl, <laughs> and they can't field. And actually, the catching has been a real problem. You think the last Test match they played in Christchurch, they would have won that game if they caught their catches on the on the last day. Mark Stoneman dropped a couple. I remember James Vince dropping one. I mean, you, you cannot afford to drop that many chances. And mm. the bowlers must be so frustrated. They, they created those openings. But if you don't take them, then you know, you're going to be in a really difficult position. And that's what England are in this game. And they, we talked about this last night, about some of the problems they've got, sort of structural problems they've got in this team. You know, some players not quite worth their place, possibly, in the side. Some players sort of batting in a different a position in the order. You know, some players moving towards the end of their test match careers this is not a really settled England team, they have got some very good players, they've got a core of very good players but they don't at the moment seem to have a a, a team, they're not a team But you you only develop a team with time and confidence and confidence is a big thing with catching as well as it is with batting and bowling and these guys have been moved around into different positions, they've got a a different slip Gordon, Alistair Cook has always been at first slip but generally your confidence as a batsman migrates into your confidence as a fielder. You're a bit more relaxed, and that can affect your catching. Just shuffling the fielders around, putting people in different spots, always destabilises the fielding. And the other thing I'd say is that, you know, when, when things are going badly for you, that, that, that there is this sort of general lack of conviction or self-belief in the team, uncertainty, and that also inflects the fielding. And, of course, what happens is if you've got bowlers who work hard for wickets and there is a catch dropped it's really conspicuous where if you've got attacking bowlers who are generating lots of chances a few might go down but it doesn't really matter because another chance will come along in a minute but with this England team they're bowlers who you know try and move the batsmen around the crease and then try and nail them with that perfect delivery the drop catch ruins their whole plan and it becomes a very noticeable flaw how do you feel England have bowled then? I mean, okay, I mean, all right. You know, I've got Broad's bowled well. I think he's bowled a good length, and he's kept coming in. He's, you know, really pumping. Anderson's been mixed. I think he bowled better from the nursery end than he did from the pavilion end, where he just tends to bowl a bit too short. I think the best bowler has been Mark Wood. Actually, I think Mark Wood has really been quite lively. He's got good pace. He's had about 88, 89 miles an hour. He's kept a pretty full length. He was able to go round the wicket and target the ribs a bit with a, a different sort of field, so he had that extra ingredient. And I, I think he's deserved probably more wickets than he's got, and broad as well. Anderson, iffy, and um, Stokes, hard-working. Well, Stokes, three wickets, yep. 
plus taking out I mean, Barbara Zamb, I suppose, you know, that's... Yeah. I mean, Stokes, one home. of Stokes' wickets was the really the only bad shot that the Pakistanis have played all day. Yeah. That terrible hook from Safraz just before tea, got in, getting out caught at fine length. And uh, actually, you know, you have to give... It's all, right, all very well to criticise England. You can really compliment the Pakistanis. I mean, they're batting. Azhar Ali, sort of absorbing that early danger, that early potency, just sticking out there and grinding it down. And then some of these other players, Ashad Shafiq, looking really fluent, Barbara Zam, even that young lower order, Shadab Khan and Fahim Ashraf, they've looked really like lovely technique, getting forward, getting back, playing with a straight blade, defending, leaving the ball, classy batting. We've come to think of Pakistan in the past, you know, as being a sort of mercurial team with these sort of remarkable talents. It seems to me that the one aspect, the really, really standout aspect for Pakistan in this test match has been just their their discipline as as a team. They've been really disciplined, disciplined with the ball, disciplined with their catching, and really disciplined, hard working with their batting. In a way, they've shown England how to do it in Test Match Cricket. We think of you know, Pakistan coming here and winning the Champions Trophy in that sort of dramatic fashion last year. Oh, they, you know, they're, they're, they've got all these talents in, in white ball cricket. That's what, you know, they, there is this unpredictability about them. But actually, what they've done here is they've they, they built up this set, Test Series really conscientiously and they've played really solid, disciplined Test Match Cricket. Well done to Pakistan. Commiserations to England. It's been really disappointing. And actually, we should move on to my batting in the virtual reality installation at the back, which is a NatWest installation. You should try it tomorrow. I want to see how you get on. After your alleged fine batting in that TMS anniversary match last year where you hit the winning run somehow uh, and also got a couple of wickets, I'd like to see you bat against some interesting bowling in the virtual reality installation. And they've done some professionals have had a go and some amateurs and, you know, some punters have had a go. And I got 14 off and over. You know, 14 off and over. You wear this pair of glasses and they bowl an over to you and you have a virtual bat and you play shots and it, it tells you how you hit the ball and how far you hit the ball. Right, two, four, three, the cup. Who was bowling to you then? Who was, uh, the, who was the virtual reality I think bowler? It was it must be about the... I think it was actually a female off spinner. <laughs> it looked like a female off spinner. But she was quite good. She, she bowled some quicker ones. It's not easy. So 14 to win for you tomorrow. 15 See if you can see if you can beat me. Meanwhile, England have a mountain to climb. We hope we can give you some better news tomorrow. We'll speak to you then. Goodbye for now. Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.